0: So today I was doing some road mapping for my life and business and I'm going to tell you what road mapping is in a moment and I thought, you know, I should really teach this or bring this to the passionate and prosperous community because I realize that this is something that I do on a regular basis and I bring you all of the things that I know help me to create success because I believe that I can help you to create success, right? So I'm doing my road mapping and I thought, oh, I'm going to do an episode on this. So, what is road mapping and why are we going to talk about it today? Well, road mapping is the term that I use for when I'm sitting down and doing some strategic planning for my life and business. And I feel like it's kind of not possible to do planning for your business without thinking about how it's going to impact your life, right? I mean, when you want to make plans for your work and for your business, obviously it matters that that fits in to also it, you know, working out with your life, right? So whenever I do any road mapping, I always think of it in in terms of my life and business. And as you all know, Whenever I talk about like who is the passionate and prosperous show for, who do I consider to be the members of the community, what do I think, who do I think you are, it's always that you are the people, just like me, who want to be creating a passionate and prosperous life and business, right? It's not that you only want the business part. It's that you want to be able to have a business that allows you to do what you love, allows you to, to use your gifts and skills to really do the work that lights you up. And that that work gets to fund your life, right? Your passionate life, hopefully the life that you are able to do the things that you want to do, that you love to do, um, and that you want to make it possible for yourself, your family, right? To have those things. So whenever we are trying to have a passionate and prosperous life and business, it's really important that we create these roadmaps for ourselves, right? Because you have to be able to plan how you're going to get to your destinations. I want you to imagine if you were taking a road trip, any road trip, right? It could be, you know, a big one across country, or it could be one that's not that far away. But whenever you plan a road trip, you know where you want to end up. You're pretty specific about the destination, right? You don't just, like, take off. I mean, maybe you do. I should never, I don't like to ever say, like, no one. But for the most part, I don't know anybody who just, like, gets into a a vehicle or or onto some sort of um, mode of transportation, whether that's a plane or a train or, you know, a bus or a car, and just says, I don't know where I'm going, right? I think you have to be at a pretty specific time of life for that to be your you know, the way that you're operating. So for the most part, whenever we're planning a road trip, we begin with knowing where we want to end up, right? We we know where the destination is. And then to get to the destination, you don't usually just go aimlessly, right? You don't just like drive around hoping that like some something is going to like happen that's going to let you know the way to go, right? And you definitely don't want to take like unnecessary detours that you didn't choose. You definitely don't want to take like the ugly road, the the ugly route, the boring route, right? And very often, you know that you want to visit things along the way and you plan that. So you literally plan to go in a certain direction to end up somewhere so that you can make the journey to your ultimate destination an awesome one that actually also got you where you wanted to go efficiently. I don't know anybody who doesn't like efficiency, who doesn't like to feel like they did a good job of, like, planning something so it really was, you know, came out the right way. It was really well executed. And so what's really interesting is that when, while you are willing to do that for, like, life things, I think, for the most part, right? It's, for whatever reason, feels harder for a lot of passionate and prosperous coaches and creatives and service-based individuals, and especially like early entrepreneurs, like starting out, and maybe even once you already have some of your business going. But for some reason, what I've noticed is that roadmapping, planning, creating strategy is something that a lot of you don't want to do. And I think that some of the reasons that that comes up are one, maybe you don't feel like you can or should, like you don't deserve it or that you're not worthy of it. And what I mean by that is if you don't really have a lot going on yet, there's a part of your brain And it's like definitely one of the asshole parts of your brain. You know how we have like asshole parts of our brains. The asshole part of your brain is like, well, what do you need to plan? You know, you don't got anything going on. Like you might as well just, you know, hope for the best. Like let's hope you even get a client, right? There's like an asshole part of your brain that is telling you that you don't deserve to make a plan or a strategy because you've got nothing to strategize, right? So that we know that that happens. Then, there's also a part of you this one isn't it like as much of an asshole this is just a, a a part of your default brain that thinks that you don't know how and if you were going somewhere let's use our road trip again if you were using if you were going on a road trip guess what you would use a map right you meaning you would know like if you wanted to go somewhere you wouldn't get the idea that you wanted to go somewhere and then immediately shut it down because you didn't know how to get there you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't be like, well, I'd really love to drive to Chicago, but oh, well, forget it. I don't know how to get there. Right? You, you you would Google it. You would, you would use a map. You know that that's available to you. And so the not knowing how to get there doesn't become an obstacle for you because you have a very, e- you have easy access for some reason to immediately shooting down the I don't know, right? Because you know that you can find out. So when it comes to your business and you make a destination and you say, oh, I want to, you know, get here or I want to make this much money or I want to have this many clients or I want to do this or whatever, sometimes the I don't know how or I don't know comes up, which we know it's going to, especially when we want to do something that we've never done before. The very first objection that our human brain has is, but you don't know how, Right. And for some of us, you, that could keep you from making the plan, right? From setting the destination because it's just too daunting. And you're like, I don't know how. And because there's not, it's not the same. You can't Google it. You know, you can't Google it. There's not a perfect map. Every one of us has a unique business, a unique a unique everything, right? And so even though there are people out there that can help you with strategy that can tell you best practices, that can tell you how to get there, how they got there, whatever, you know there's a part of you that knows that at the end of the day, you can't just do somebody else's proven strategy. I've never really seen that work. Now, on the other hand, you can use someone else's strategic framework knowing that you're then going to have to sort of plug in your unique stuff, like how it relates to you. Because you're not the same as anybody else. And that's a good thing, right? It's a good thing not to be the same as anybody else. And the whole reason why you're doing what you're doing, the whole reason why you became an entrepreneur or want to be one <laughs> while you're working toward it, the whole reason why you want your own business, the whole reason why you want to use your business to fund your life and to grow and to scale, the whole reason for all of that is why? Is so that you don't have to be like somebody else or work for somebody else or do it somebody else's way. So what's really funny is when you get so insecure and so, you know, wound up over not knowing how that all of a sudden you start thinking that what you want is somebody else's way. You don't want somebody else's way, but you do want tools, right? You want some help. You want the right kind of help. So I'm hoping well, first of all, I hope that everything about the show gives you that kind of help because what I try with this show to do is kind of tell you the stuff that I think is important for you to know. And hopefully you're always thinking of how it applies to you, right? So that you're not thinking that I'm saying there's one way to do anything, right? You know, I always say there's there's not really like a right and wrong. That's not what this is about, you know there are some best practices there are some things i love to try to save you from mistakes right like so you know you know that i you know i try to get you not to like invest in facebook ads <laughs> cuz i think that that's like that's a mistake that you don't need to make right now um but <clears throat> anyway so what i hope i do with the show is i hope that i give you just enough stuff structure whatever that you feel that you can apply it and then you kind of plug yourself into the equation, right? So that's really important. So, what I wanted to talk about today is why I do think that you need to get in the habit of road mapping. I want you to join me uh, in the practice of road mapping. And the reason for that is that it really works out better for you if you can get really clear. On What outcomes you're trying to create for yourself in your life and business and how you want to get them. And the reason why I told you I was just road mapping, right, literally like a few hours ago, like right before I came to record today is because you have to do it on a pretty regular basis. And we'll talk about how frequently and what that looks like. Because I'm sure you've heard people talk about, like, oh, the five-year plan or whatever. You know, I say it like, you know, I'm not really a five-year planner so much. So I want you to know that you don't have to have a five-year plan. And you definitely don't have to have, like, a traditional business plan. I mean, if you want one, you can, but what I know is that most people, when they hear business plan, when they hear five-year plan, they get so stressed out. I do too. It makes me so anxious. If someone ever made me give them some sort of business plan or five-year plan, I, I don't know. I think I would be like, no, forget it. I just won't do the business (laughs) because I just don't operate that way. But I do think that looking ahead. And this isn't about forecasting. This isn't about like, you know, trying to predict how much money you're going to make. This is about creating very clear destinations for yourself in your life and business so that you can take action on them. Because when you don't have clear outcomes, whatever we want to call it, it's not even so much goals, it's destinations. We can use the words outcomes and goals. It kind of fits in as well. But it's really like sort of destinations. It's like it's like landmarks. Okay, I want to achieve this next in my business, right? And the reason I keep saying life and business is because when I'm thinking about what I want to achieve next in my business, I also have to think about how that's going to impact my life, timing wise. Um, what. Kind of level of effort it's going to take what level of input energy right so I really try to think about that in advance one of the things that I see happen very often is when people don't do this they don't roadmap and they don't really look at life and business simultaneously when they're making these decisions about what they want to try to do in their business is what is they get really burnt out they get, super, super stressed and overwhelmed. Um, they get resentful. I mean, there's all kinds of things that happen when you don't consider your life with your business. Now, that doesn't mean that the, that, you, that your life dictates the business. And what I mean by that is there are going to be times and there need to be times where when you are trying to do something bigger in your business. You're trying to grow. You're trying to scale. You're trying to do the next thing. You're trying to do something new. You've made a decision about what destination you want to go to. You can try to time that out like relatively well, like you want to pay attention to certain things and we're going to talk about this. Um, And you also just need to know that to do bigger things it takes bigger energy, it takes more input, and it can be a little bit stressful, (laughs) right? It can, like, stuff comes up, you know, uh, launching things, um, you know, gearing up for something bigger that you've never done before. um, That takes a different kind of energy, and it can be lots of things, okay? It can cause frustration, it can cause tears, (laughs) there's all kinds of things. I've had it all, right? But we're going to talk about what if you have certain things in place, you're going to know that it's okay when you have those experiences, when things feel frustrating or hard, or you think like it didn't go as well as you thought it was going to go or, you know, whatever. So it's very important that you know that while we want to have Balance, right? You've heard this like work life balance. We want to have all that. It's important to know that when you are growing, building, scaling, when you're an entrepreneur, right? Work life balance is really personal. It's very relative. And it has to be something that you can, I don't even want to say reconcile, but it just has to be something that you can like have a relationship with. All right. Because work life balance doesn't always mean that. You have off every weekend. It doesn't always mean that you stop working at 4 in the afternoon. It does, right? That's not work-life balance. Work-life balance is like a bigger picture thing. It, and also it's a goal. <laughs> right? So when I say it's a goal, I mean sometimes you have to go through something or work like where it's in And it feels like, Jesus Christ, I'm working so much. Sometimes you have to do that to get to the thing that's going to allow you to have more balance. I'm always working toward that. I have like a vision and little by little that, is, that gets created, not all at once. So road mapping is basically what I call creating some strategy and some plans for your business so that you can work towards specific outcomes and get to some specific destinations. And we can do this in many, many ways. Okay, but it's really, really important that you do this, (laughs) basically. So here's the thing. A lot of people try to focus on things like going with the flow or having ease in their business, right? I've heard this so much. Like there are even some coaches out there who this is what they promote, right? Being in flow, having ease, and I think that people – like kind of get confused or mistake what that really means. And sometimes people think that that means not having a plan, (laughs) right? If I'm going with the flow or I want to have ease, I want to have ease and joy in my business, right? Sometimes people think that that means not having a plan. If you are someone who in the past, right, and you, I was just teaching um, turn your fear into fuel today. So th- that's in the past now. If you're, li- Whenever you're listening to this, that already happened. But we were working on how to create affirmations for something. And I taught everybody that one of my favorite phrases that we get to use, we can plug it in, you know, all the time to, to, to basically help our brains to not believe in something that we don't want it to believe is we get to use the phrase up until now. Right. And so I'm what I'm about to say is you might be someone who up until now has gotten stressed out by having goals or plans. Right. That you you try to create some goals in your business and it didn't work. It felt like, you, you know, it was confining or whatever you want to call it. And and then so you decided, oh, it's much better for you to just be like someone who goes with the flow and is and, and, and is. Easy. So here's what I'm going to say. Up until now, you might have been someone who didn't do well with plan or strategy, right? And from now on, you get to decide if you want to be somebody who would like to operate within a really healthy structure that is the thing that allows you to go with the flow. So going with the flow without structure or plan feels like winging it. It's the same thing as what it would feel like if you got in the car and just started driving around. And at some point, you'd be like, are we going to fucking get there? Like, where are we? Right? And that's what it feels like when you go with the flow and without a plan. (laughs) Okay? It just feels like winging it. It feels like crap. You're not going to like it. You don't like it. I already know you don't like it. Okay? So it makes us uneasy as human beings if we don't have something to hold on to that's why we are so excited to hold on to like shit that we don't like right we dwell in difficulty we dwell in suffering we just keep replaying stuff over and over in our brains we love we love pain and suffering human beings why because they're it's graspable whereas as you might know happiness is Joy, right? Those things are so light that they're hard to grasp. They're hard to grab onto. They sometimes they even feel like they're elusive or fleeting. So we get really happy with the things that are tan- that we think are tangible and that we can hold on to, right? Which often is like the shitty stuff, because we feel very uneasy if we don't have something to hold on to. So think about not having a plan. And what that does to your brain. It's not having something to hold on to. So whereas you might be convincing yourself that somehow this is better for you you because you are someone who likes to be in ease and go with the flow, there's still a part of you who's not feeling good in your business. And you're not liking the outcomes. And very often that's because you don't have a plan or structure. And like I said earlier, the reason why you might not have that plan or structure could be that you don't think that you're worthy of having it yet where you are in your business. Or if you are a little bit further along in your business or not, you might be thinking that you don't know how to to, to do the things that you want to do. So why bother actually putting it in place? Let me just keep going and just trying shit and see what happens. Right? So Here's the thing, and I'm going to get a little woo here, okay? I'm going to get a little bit of in in the woo here. As you know, I always talk about how the universe is your co-creation partner, right? With whatever it is that you're trying to create in your life and business, the universe is your co-creative partner in that. The universe is here to serve you. It is here to support you. It, the universe is built on the premise that there is an abundance of resources, that there's enough to go around, there's enough for you, there's enough for me, there's no limit. If someone else has more money, that doesn't mean that you get less. If someone else has more clients, that doesn't mean they took them all and now there are none for you, <laughs> right? And the universe, it doesn't single anyone out and make them special, even though sometimes your your brain tries to make you think that. Right. But we know that there's no there's no the universe isn't thinking like, oh, so and so is special. They're going to get like more of what they want. And so and so is not so special. And so, yep, they're going to feel like kind of meh and so so about their life. And they're just going to like realize that they have to struggle and suffer while everybody else gets to figure out how not to. Right. The universe doesn't work that way. So one of the beautiful things about using the universe as one of your kind of, you know, connections or your guides or whatever you want to call it is that the universe isn't punishing. The universe isn't limited. The universe doesn't like, doesn't make you feel like, like some people are considered good and some are bad. Okay. So you get to use the universe if you want to, is what I'm saying. Like it's available. It's open. It's free to everybody. (laughs) Okay. I love focusing on the universe. Now, here's the other beautiful thing about the universe. The universe wants very much for you to have what you want. The universe wants you to have what you want, and the universe wants to help you get it. But the downside to the universe is that it doesn't actually, even though you might think it does, it it, it doesn't read minds. I mean, it, it kind of reads minds because you communicate energetically with the universe, but the universe doesn't make decisions for you. You make choices and then the universe helps you to bring those to fruition or, or manifest them or have them, you know, like actually happen. But if you don't make choices and you don't make decisions, you don't have clarity, the universe is kind of like, oh, man, I don't really know what to do with you right now. I'm not sure where, where you want me to go. I don't know how to support you. I'm not sure if you want to go left or right, right? And so we have to give the universe some specifics and some details in order for the universe to show up for us. And that's why road mapping is so important. So, why road mapping? What do I think of when I think of road mapping? So, road mapping is basically made up of numbers, structure, and alignment. So when you are wanting to create, you're wanting to have destinations, you're wanting to have outcomes, and you're wanting the the universe. You know, I'm going to say universe, but whatever it is to you, like you want, you're wanting to for 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 energy or you know source, God, whoever you believe is out there being helping you to to believe in abundance and that everything's available to you. That you need to be able to communicate in numbers, structure, and alignment with yourself and with whatever that force is. So what do we mean by that? Well, we always have to be willing to use numbers. We have to be willing to quantify things. When we don't use actual numbers, it gets really difficult to strategize anything. So for example, How much money do you want to make? How many clients do you want to have? How many services and products do you want to have, right? Now, it's changing all the time. And that's why you have to look at this on a consistent basis. But every time you look at it, you have to be able to or be willing to put a number on it. Why? Because just saying, I just want to make money or I just want enough, right? Those are phrases and words that not only are not quantifiable, but your brain doesn't even connect to those words because they have no measurement. There's nothing to hold on to. There's nothing to grasp. They're just, they're just generic words. You've heard me talk about these phrases, right? Enough, just, 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 I just want, I would, if I could just have some clients, some, (laughs) right? A few, none of these, none of these words are great. To use when it comes to strategizing, roadmapping, figuring things out. Not to mention that the universe definitely does not understand those things, right? If you want money and you're working toward money as a destination, you gotta roadmap it and you've got to tell the universe how much money we're talking here. And that's why for me, the five-year plan doesn't always feel like good, because that feels a little too far out right, to, for, to be saying, oh, in five years, I want to be making $3 million a year, right? Even if that was possible for me, which it, it, I think it is, okay, like even if that was possible, right now in this moment, literally in this moment that I'm sitting here, that's just too big. It's really overwhelming. And I really don't think I could roadmap that right now because things are constantly shifting and changing, so, so why roadmap? And that's where the flow comes in, the ease and flow, right? And the and the going with the flow. Why would I roadmap to that extent where I where I can't even have any knowable information to help me make the roadmap? Okay. So when we roadmap, we do want to use knowable information to do it. Okay. So um and yet, right, I can think about what I want three months from now, six months from now, even a year from now. I can have some numbers on some things now, another number that we look at is not just the money number, but it's the like how many clients, like I said before or how many services and then we even get to think about you know how many um, how many people we would need to be talking to, right? Okay, so now structure is the next thing that I said, right? I said numbers, structure, and alignment are the three things that we look at when we roadmap. So we, we want to have numbers, and I'm going to give you some actual examples of this. I'm going to give you my own examples. I'm going to give you examples about the different phases of business. So we've got numbers. We've got structure, structure is how those numbers come together, right? So we're always in our business, we're always looking at numbers, which are money numbers. And that's not only how much we make, it's also how much things cost, how much we spend, what's the investment to do certain things in our business. A lot of people don't really think about that when they are getting into this business, right? And they don't think about how, it takes investing in your business in order to have the business, and that can be little investments from like having an email provider service for like twenty bucks a month to really big investments. It could be that you always want to have a coach for support, right? That's a bigger investment. It could be that you eventually get some some other team members or a VA, a virtual assistant, or you need someone to help you with web stuff, right? And then a million things in between. I have a, a, a you know a client um, portal that like where I keep track of all my clients. It's where I invoice from. It's where I send out my contracts and my agreements, right? Um, credit card processing takes money from you. Um, I invest in making this show. You've heard me say before, um, our businesses have investments in them and they range. So the bigger things that you want to do in your business, sometimes the more money those things cost. Right? So when you want to do things on a different scale, you it's going to cost you more money. So, structure is how the numbers come together. Basically the dollars, the number of people, the people that you want to to buy your services, the people that you need in your audience, and then what the services are, how many right, what they are. And the number also has to do with like the investment, how much things cost, like how much literally not only how much you want to make, but how much you're charging for your services. So numbers are just all of those numbers that you have to take into consideration when you're roadmapping. And then structure is that what road mapping is, is that you then take all those numbers and that and you start actually Figuring out how you want those numbers to relate to each other, the ratio, in order for you to get your outcome. And I'm going to tell you how this changes with all the different phases of your business. If you remember, we actually have an episode on the different phases of your business and how sometimes people don't realize that they're where they are in the phase of their business that they're thinking about things that are for a different phase in the business. And so hopefully this is even gonna help you with that today. And then finally, what I said was alignment. You hear this word all the time. Now, I've been using the word alignment for a very long time. Why? Because I've been a yoga teacher for 20 years and alignment's really important to me. I don't want you to do yoga out of alignment. That's how you create injuries. That's also how you just reinforce shitty patterns in your body, both physically and energetically, subtly, emotionally, right? The whole point of yoga is to unbreak, change, and and rearrange patterns to be to be better for you, to open you up energetically. Inner alignment, outer alignment, right? So alignment to me is a really important word. And when I'm using it in terms of life and business, in the in the sense of road mapping Alignment is made up of two things, your values and your joy. So when you're roadmapping your life and business, you are always looking at numbers, structure, and alignment. So you're looking at the numbers that you want to create, whether that's then a, a, a dollar amount, an amount of people, right? An a, amount of products, okay? And you're also looking at how much you want to spend or don't want to spend, or we'll call it either how much you spend or how much profit you want to make, how much you want to charge, right? So there's that. And then that also fits in actually to structure, right? So then there's structure. How are you going to put all those things together to get it the way you want it? And then the alignment pieces you always want to make sure that you're making these decisions about how you're structuring your business based on your values and your joy. Meaning that how you deliver your services and what you provide in your business should never feel compromised to you, that it's not in alignment with the values that are most important to you. And as far as your joy goes, you should always be focusing on creating the structure in your business that's going to give you the most joy and the joy does not o- does not mean that you're not working hard. I, I want to make sure that you know that joy is not the opposite of hard work it actually can be the same. Right, You can actually feel unbelievable joy when you're working hard if the work that you're doing is fulfilling and if you feel like you are fulfilling your purpose and like you're doing the work that you're meant to be doing and that you're using your gifts and skills. Right? So, our businesses need to bring us great joy. And the joy is not only that the businesses are affording us or allowing us to have the life that we want to have, but doing our work needs to bring us joy. And so, we need to set ourselves up in our business so that the way that we're doing our work is in the way that we get the most joy. Even if we're working really hard, if what we're doing is the work that we know we're here to be doing, it feels joyful. It feels like, oh my God, I'm so lucky that I get to wake up and do this every day instead of going and working really hard for someone else doing something that I actually don't really want to do. So let's not confuse joy with with playtime or vacation, right? right? That's not what we're talking about. When I'm talking about alignment being a combination of your values and your joy, it means that when you're roadmapping and you're making decisions about what's next, what you're working on, what's the next destination, That destination needs to feel like it's in alignment and it needs to feel like it's in alignment with your values and your joy. I'll give you a perfect example, okay, for me. When I create new programs or when I create like the things that I'm working toward next, big stuff, right? And I'm gonna tell you about the big stuff that's coming, what I was roadmapping today. When I'm doing that, I have such such strong... Values. I don't want to call them high values. They're just strong. I feel so particular about certain things that I value in the kind of service that I provide. And it's the stuff that I value most when I'm investing in the kind of service that I provide. So I'll give you an example. Okay. I provide group coaching programs. I love group coaching programs because I think that it's really important to be in community especially when you're an entrepreneur, right? When you don't go to an office or you're not working in within a company and you're wanting to go out and do your own thing, it can be lonely and you can really go down a rabbit hole. You can really convince yourself of some serious, untrue shit. And Being in community is so important for that. You get lifted. You get to see other people. You get to have good reflection. You get to see that you're not alone. You get to see that you're no different than everybody else. You get inspired by other people. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And what I have also learned is that just community, without any actual like interaction one-on-one with your coach or a coach, you don't get the same out of it. So for me, even though there are lots of other coaches who are at a similar level to me in their business phases, growth, whatever you want to call it, that have programs that are just big programs that are group programs, the model is one to many, as you know, they've got these programs that are not cheap, that, that definitely have like a significant price tag on them, and these programs do not have one-on-one coaching in them. And unless you have to pay like some, like, you know, triple premium. And for me, my values, like what I value, what I think is really important in the work I do is that I believe that in order for me to serve you at the highest level, I have to go with like what I know to be true, which is that you need one on one. It may not have to be with me. It may not be that you need it every day or every week, but I believe, at least in this moment, that for, for people to have success in a group program, it needs to also include like some serious opportunity for them to have direct one-on-one. And because that's one of my values, it's what I value. I need it. I don't want to be in a program and I'm in a big group program. Okay. And and I have one-on-one coaching. And I don't think that I, because I don't want that for myself, I don't want it for my, my people. And so it 's a value that 's really important to me, okay, and I set up my programs and what I do in a way that also allows me to feel that i 'm getting great joy from doing the work that i 'm doing because I actually believe that i 'm offering people the highest caliber service that I can offer them and i and you 've heard me talk about this, I have no interest in cutting corners I have no interest the My philosophy is. In order to give you the greatest value possible, if I have to charge you a little more for that, right, because I have to actually just, like, cover the costs and make sure that, like, the, you know, things are in alignment and profitable, I'd rather do that than make my program cheaper and give you a shitty experience that you're actually going to come out of and you're not going to have great results. And you know that that happens because you hear it all the time. People complain all the time about programs that they signed up for. Okay. And look, I don't think that anything is ever anyone's fault. I think you have to take responsibility for yourself and how you utilize any program that you're in and how you show up. And that's a whole other story. But I do believe that that if that when people sign up for cheaper programs that don't have one-on-one and they're doing it to save money, I don't think they get the same outcomes as as when they're in a program where they actually can have the hybrid. All right? So, that's me explaining to you alignment. Okay? So, now let's talk about the fact that we always get to include or we need to include all three things number structure and alignment but sometimes one is more the driving force than others or becomes the decision maker right so this may depend on the phase of the business that you're in so you've heard me teach this I'll just run it through you I'll run it through you I'll run run through it for you which is I break things down into four general phases builder phase, grower phase, scalar phase, and generator phase. And what I mean by that is builder phase is where you start. And it's what where you are, it's what you're in until you've really established the ease of creating clients, right? One on one clients, you figured out your yellow brick road system, you know, what you do, you uniquely, this is why I was saying before, that you can't necessarily just like do it exactly like someone else because everybody is different when it comes to what activities they want to do to attract new people onto their yellow brick road right and then what do you do to serve your people here's a perfect example I decided four years into my business that this podcast was really important to me as a way of serving right not everybody is a podcast so if if you were my client and and you were and you came and you said hey Stacy how are you doing your business how are you attracting serving all that and i said to you oh well you have to have a podcast <laughs> that would not be true so you you i can help you do the right activities but we have to figure out the activities that you want to do not everybody wants to have a podcast right okay so builder phase is where you get really clear on what your system of attracting, nurturing, and serving, and then converting clients. So you have to really know that's that first offer. You've heard me talk about this a lot. You don't start your business with like a million offers, which is why your roadmap is really simple in the beginning. And we're going to talk about that. Grower phase is what I consider to be once you have that established, then with grower phases where you might add in another service, like a group program on top of your one-on-one, right? Or some other things like that that require you to have different numbers. So you've heard me talk about the fact that it takes less people in your audience for you to create one client than it does for you to create multiple clients at once, right? Whatever amount of people you would want in your group program, six, eight, 10, 20, 30, 50, your numbers... Are gonna be different when you do your road mapping. Scalar phase, right, is where you start to maybe automate things in your business. This takes time because you have to have a proven, repeatable system and content that works before you can actually scale to where you have something in place where you you have some stuff that's happening on autopilot, right? Everyone's big dream is that they've got passive income, that they're making in their sleep, blah, 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 right? You can't start with that no matter what anyone tells you. If anyone out there is trying to tell you, we can do it, we can have you do it, they're fucking lying because you need an audience. Numbers, 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 okay? And then finally, generator. Generator is kind of... Like what I consider even like what I'm building right now in by using the podcast is what I call a generator phase, which means that in generator, you are doing things and activities. You're focusing your time and energy on things that are putting your thought leadership out into the world that help to create a more robust yellow brick road system, right? So, podcast, writing a book, becoming a speaker. So you so you're reaching more people at once. That's a generator phase. Okay? You generator phase is something that takes time to build. So, you you're doing sometimes you're doing it while or you're getting it going while you're in grower or scaler phase, right? But then it takes a while for you to be in a generator phase where where your yellow brick road system is happening really really on a bigger scale because you're putting out content that's reaching a lot more people or you're doing activities that are reaching a lot more people right so putting out social media posts to five hundred people or a thousand people or two thousand people is not generator phase and I have to be honest with you i don't even when I think generator phase I don't even think about like social media numbers to be honest, even though those are numbers because it is a known fact that someone can have 20,000 followers on Instagram and it means shit for their business, okay? So we know that. So that was just a recap of the phases of your business, and now we're going to talk about how those numbers change. I'm going to talk you through it with, like, my own business, okay? So when you're in the builder phase, when you're in the builder phase, and, oh, oh, and I want to say road mapping is something that I do Um, I do it quarterly, I do it like with six months, I do it sometimes with a year. It just depends on when you feel like you need to really know how you're going to get what you want. How are you going to get to the next destination? Or how are you going to make that next amount of money? Or how are you going to get those, you know, the next amount of clients that you want, right? Or the, or people into a group program or whatever. So whenever you realize that, you have a desire to create what's next or more, you roadmap so that you can create a strategy for yourself of how you're going to get there. So remember how I was saying earlier that those of you who are in builder phase, you might feel like you can't roadmap, but that's not true because even when you're first starting out, you have to make some decisions about what you'd like. Okay, I'd like to make $10,000 in the next quarter. I'd like to make $20,000 in the next quarter, right? Um, I would like to have five new clients. I'd like to create five new clients. If you're just walking around thinking, I'm just hoping I get a client. I'm just hoping I make some money. It's really hard to figure out what activities you should be doing to do that, right? It's really hard to 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 look at what's really going on. And it's also really hard to communicate, like we said, to the universe and to yourself, to be honest with you, because things need to be quantifiable. And what we also know is that writing things down 10x's, 100x's, I don't even know, a thousand times, times is your chances of getting the outcomes. This is a known fact. Pen to paper. I have the thing called a remarkable. I I was about to grab it and hold it up to you. Sometimes, you know, I forget that I'm not on Zoom. (laughs) But but I have a thing called a remarkable, which is basically like a writing. It's like a, a it's like a digital paper. So it feels like you're writing. The act of writing, the act of putting something in your in your hand and putting it down on paper is one of the best ways to roadmap and to strategize okay, because your brain really, really connects when you write things down. It's even different than when you type it, just so you know, like typing and writing are not the same thing. You've heard me talk about this. Okay, so getting clear, even if it's scary, even if in the moment you don't know how you're going to do it, getting clear on what you want to do is then how you get to figure out how you're going to do it. Because it's all numbers, you guys. It's all numbers and activities. Everything about your business is numbers and structure, which is activities, right? And then alignment, which is also activities, okay? So everything in your business is numbers, structure, and alignment. Everything you want to create. And so if you're willing to get the numbers going, then the figuring out the structure and the alignment you might need some, some support. Of course, this is why I do what I do, just so you know, right? I am a reverse engineering specialist. I am a strategist. That is what I call myself. I am a business strategy expert. Not everybody is an expert at strategy, but everybody can create some sort of of at least a, a plan, and then you might need then some guidance, help. You might need somebody to help you, like, figure out exactly the how you're going to execute it, or there might be things once you start mapping it out, then you at least know what you don't know. When you do road mapping then, and I do this all the time, that's how I know what to ask my coach about, right? I say, oh, I'm, this is what I'd like to do. This is what I think this looks like. Here are some missing pieces for me that I'm not sure how to do that. Okay? So if you're in grower phase, this might feel a little bit more like you're not just hoping for like some money, you know, a specific amount of money and a specific amount of clients, but you might be actually wanting to create, for example, a group. You might be feeling like, I'm ready to make money in a different ratio, Instead of getting the money from from individual people, less people, right, and more money, I want to reverse that. And I want to make, you know, not make less money, but I want to work with more people and be able to charge them less and make more money. Because the thing is, is that when you're working one-on-one, you will get to a point where you may and you may not. Actually, I'm going to say, I was about to say you'll get to a point where you may not want to keep raising your investment for one-on-one. And (laughs) this is awesome. I mean, it was a little bit, I'm not going to lie. It was a little, I had a reaction. All right. And whenever I have a reaction, I ask myself, I'm like, are you reacting because you want that too? Or like, what?" and that's what made me think about the alignment with the values. So I got an email today from a coach who's, I I don't even know why I'm on her email list, but I got an email today and the email was advertising her birthday special. And in the birthday special, (laughs) she, she put her services on sale and there were four tiers. Okay. And in each of the tiers, there was the option to have only Voxer. Okay. So I don't know if all of you know what Voxer is, but but Voxer is like a voice app. Okay. Um, I include Voxer for my clients when I work with them one-on-one. But I definitely do not like sell only Voxer coaching. Okay. But she does. And it was like, there was one tier where it was, Where It was like $30,000 to have Voxer coaching with her for a year. And I was like, what, 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 what? Okay. And then I was like, okay, Stacey, like maybe that triggered you. You're like having a big reaction to it. You think it's insane. I literally was like, that's insane. Okay. And then I had to stop myself and go like, well, why do I think that's insane? And then I was able to come back to my alignment and say, the reason why Stacey Brass Russell thinks that's insane is because it's just not in alignment with my values. My value, as I just told you, is that I believe that people, if they're working with me, should have some form of one-on-one, whether it's with me or someone that that works for me and that knows the way I coach, like knows the content, knows the yellow brick road system, knows out of overwhelm, whatever it is, Okay. All right. So anyway, I'm just giving you an example of someone who doesn't feel that there's a cap on on their one-on-one services. But assuming that most of you listening, I know a lot of you that you know that listen. I, I don't know if in this moment you're like, I can't wait till I'm charging thirty. The one the Voxer with one-on-one with her was actually seventy thousand dollars for the year. Just so you know. Okay. So anyway, um, so now you know I don't charge seventy thousand. So like, if you want to come work with me, you don't have to. Work. So, So when you go through these different phases, as you can see, the numbers change, right? I'm in a generator phase. I'm kind of in like a scalar generator phase, right? And I'm launching the Passion and Prosperous Academy next year. So when I was sitting down with my road mapping with my calendar, and I'm going to tell you exactly how I did it, what I did was was I started to really look at my calendar because I know that I'm starting the Passion and Prosperous Academy, which just so you know, oh, you know what? I've gotten some messages from some of you saying that you wish you had known about Out of Overwhelm, you know, that you started listening to the show after Out of Overwhelm had launched and then you, wrote, you write me messages and then someone even wrote me a message the other day saying I want to do Out of Overwhelm, the ne- you know, I wanted to join the next one. And so here's the great news. Out of Overwhelm is actually being absorbed into the Passion and Prosperous Academy. And starting in January, there is going to be the Passion and Prosperous Academy one-year coaching program, which is a one-year full-service business and development program. It's basically taking the podcast and putting it on steroids for you to actually come in and not only listen to the podcast, but get to be on live coaching calls with me to get live work, you know, content delivered to you, a whole portal of anything that you need and support from the mindset all the way up to like the tech stuff that you're that you probably feel like what do you mean put and have a landing page and have email nurturing okay that's all going to be in it so anyway I'm planning that it's big you guys it's big and it feels big and it feels scary and I wake up and sometimes I'm like who's going to be in it no one's going to do it right and so I have to do the same work that I tell you to do any work that I tell you to do I do myself So what did I do today? I first sat with my real life calendar because in order to launch the Passion and Prosperous Academy, and I want you to know that you need to do this with whatever you want to do, okay? In order to launch the Passion and Prosperous Academy, and I set a number. I said, universe, I would like to have 10 people that want to be in the Academy when it first launches right i'm not saying whoever i'm not saying 30 right i'm i'm creating a number that feels like a stretch and that i would feel really happy with so there's the alignment piece right values joy okay alignment piece numbers okay the number of people Times the n- amount that I believe is going to be the, the 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 early the early signer on pr- pr- price right. I'm not going to tell you what that is right now, but the numbers, the structure, the meaning, the ratio of the numbers to the people, right? So I know how much I want to make from that first launch, okay? And then I'm looking at the alignment of it in my life. Okay, and having the values that I want. And so therefore, if I want the academy to start in the beginning of January, I have to now look at all of the activities that I need to do to get what I want. I need to look at how many people do I need to add to my yellow brick road or my audience when I'm launching the program? How many people do I need to be talking to and reaching in order to end up with those 10 people that are willing to sign up for the to be the very first cohort of the first people in the program. What activities do I need to do in my business in order to generate those people and generate that that opportunity to build relationship and build no love and trust so that I'll get those people. So the reverse engineering was, oh, okay, yeah. So I need, I am, I'm not going to say I need, this is how Stacey Brass Russell launches, okay, and I help you to figure this out for you. But I'm going to be doing a, uh, you know, a robust workshop Um, in the beginning of October. I like to do these summit style things, magnetic, which just happened recently was one of those. Then there's going to be a five day training that happens in October as well. And then I'm actually going to be doing a live event in New York City, a live passionate and prosperous event. Can you imagine? You're coming, you guys. I'm going to be telling you about it. That is what I'm now working on. So I had to look at my calendar and look at all of those events that I want to do and look at how they relate to holidays, look at how they relate to my life and things that are already on my calendar, look at how I want to space it out so that it feels good to me so that as I'm going from one thing to the next, I'm allowing myself enough time to, in between to make sure that I don't feel like I don't have enough time to get the people into things. So I am road mapping this out, taking into consideration numbers, structure, and alignment. The alignment piece is like making sure that I'm looking at holidays, making sure that I'm looking at what I need, making sure that I build in breathing time, making sure that the launch isn't gonna feel scary. It it is gonna feel scary. It is gonna feel overwhelming. It is gonna feel like a lot. I am gonna be working really hard. I'm gonna be working on the weekends. I'm gonna be working late. I know all of that. But I choose to do that because... It's what's going to allow me to bring my business to the next level next year and make the money and and offer the services the way I want in alignment because one of my big motivating factors is to get my business to a place where I always have something available for anyone who comes to work with me, which right now... All that is is one-on-one because out of overwhelm has only been offered once a year at a limited for at a specific time. So you see, I'm in a different place in my business than a lot of you. And so my road mapping looks different. But here it is June and I'm planning for January. And one of the mistakes that I see so many of you make is that you don't think you need to be doing that too. You don't think you should be looking at your calendar and think, well, if you would like to make X amount of dollars by the end of this year, and and you, you need to look at, for example, how are you going to do it? How many clients would that look like? At what investment? And if you need to do certain activities to build your no love and trust— Put on a workshop, create some sort of an event, go out and do talks, plan how many networking events you need to go to, plan when you're going to like take action on X, Y, and Z. If you don't do that, then every day you're going to wake up and guess what? You're going to feel like it doesn't fit in your life or it's not a good time you're always going to be busy. You're always going to have other shit going on. There's always going to be family stuff. There's always going to be a vacation. There's always going to be a wedding. There's always going to be a holiday. There's, that's all going to be there. And so if you don't plan ahead and put your roadmap down for what you want to create and you don't strategize and you don't get clear on, I want to make this much money by this time. And here's how I want to do it. And look at all the numbers. How much money are you willing to invest? How much money are you willing to spend? How much money do you want to make? How much money do you need to charge? How many people does that work out to? And then in order for you to get enough people onto your yellow brick road to get it down to the number of people that you want to work with, what are the activities that you need to do and how do you want to make sure that those are on your calendar? so that you can execute them do them and 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 figure out how to do them that's what road mapping is so i've never done i mean i've done lots of live events like tons of yoga workshops and whatever but i've never done a live event of the kind that i want to do in november right I'm already like, oh my god! Okay, but I can find out now. Now I can find out for November. But if I waited till October and I was like, oh fuck, I really should have done a live event, then what? I'm, it's not happening. So. This, the the ability to think forward ahead and to do whatever mindset work you need to do to override any idea that you have that, like, that's bad or that you can't. Here's one of the number one things that stops people from doing what I'm talking about. Failing. Thinking, well, I don't want to plan to do these things because what if I say I'm going to do it or what if I try to do it and like it and I can't? I don't want to plan stuff. I don't want to look six months ahead and say, by that date, I'm going to be offering this or I'm going to have this much revenue. or I'm going to work with this many clients because what if I don't? So here's what I'm going to tell you. What if? If you don't declare and put something down and map it out and make your roadmap, guess what? It's definitely not going to happen. But if you put it down and you at least start to map, okay, then what? Then you might, take a detour you might get and I've done this a million times I have roadmapped umpteen things that I've had to either cancel change shift or do a different way but I wouldn't have known I needed to do those things if I didn't have some structure in place if I didn't know what the fuck I was doing if I was just out there like flapping in the wind what well, then what Right. So the fear of like of, of needing to shift course or getting more information as you go and then going, oh, you know what? Now that I have this information, I'm going to make a different choice. That's business. That's entrepreneurship. You want to do that. And guess what? That's being in the flow. That is allowing there to be ease. So when you make a plan and you're really putting it in place and you learn something and you get new data and information and you shift gears or you you free yourself up a little bit or you release the pressure, that is being in the flow. That is bringing ease into your business. Not not working hard. (laughs) Not not taking risks and chances. That's not ease and flow, you guys. Okay, And it's definitely not Joy. Joy is when you are getting to do the work that you want to do. If you don't feel joy around your business, no one's going to work with you. So it is it is necessary for you to find a way to map out, to roadmap your business in a way that's going to, where you can show up for the marketing, for the sales, for the launch, for the getting, for the creating with a sense of joy because you love what you've mapped. Road mapping gives you something to have joy about. You know how excited I get about my programs, about what I'm offering, even without a group program, of course. You know that I told you that the one thing that you need to have a bit, bu- or the two things you need to have a business are an offer and someone who wants it. That's all you need. But guess what? That offer needs to bring you joy and it needs to be in alignment right so your offer you need to road map your offer what are the numbers what's the structure and what's the alignment for your offer how much is it how many people do you want to to take it how do you want to find those people how do you want to grow your audience numbers 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 right and then and then how, what about that offer is in such alignment with your values and with like your gifts and skills that it just brings you tremendous joy to even think about it, to think about getting to do it if you're not even getting to do it yet. But you have to come from that place of alignment. And the only way you can do that is if you figure some of this stuff out. Otherwise, you're just hoping for the best. You're hoping that when you get to do your work, you'll feel joy. But it's the other way around. You feeling joy is what's actually going to get people to want to come do your thing. So you have to create the roadmap. You have to create the structure because it's not only for you. It's also part of your yellow brick road, which means it's for your clients. It's for them. So you can roadmap for, I recommend doing it for quarters and even for like six months and years, right? So you can do like a quarterly roadmap. You can do a, a six month roadmap. You can do a year long roadmap. I don't really ever do beyond that. I'm just, I'm going to tell you. And sometimes I do a year-long roadmap and then part of the way through, I go, oh yeah, okay, no, this looks a little different. And I restructure it. But when you break it down, once you make that one year, then you do the six months, then you do. So right now I'm roadmapped out till the beginning of 2023. It may shift, but I needed, I, you've got to get that stuff on your calendar so that you don't plan your life around and then realize that you didn't allow time for your business. And that is something that I see happen all the time. It, you, you can plan your life, but you have to plan your business too. Otherwise, one is always going to interfere with the other you so that's why I said when I'm planning my business I'm also taking into consideration when do I think I'm going to want to make sure that I'm free when do I want to take off when do I want to plan around holidays when do I and I do all that in advance so that I'm making a good roadmap for my life and business but if you don't roadmap your business guess what's going to happen your life roadmap, which is definitely going to happen because you're going to have obligations, you have a schedule, you've got kids, you've got this, you've got work, you've got... All of that is going to take over. And when you go to try to find the time to do your business and get to a destination, you are going to come crying to me and saying you don't have time. You don't see how it could happen. You don't know where it's all going to fit in. And I believe you because if you don't roadmap it out, that is definitely going to happen. Definitely. Definitely. So if you want to have a passion and prosperous life and business, you have to be willing to map it out and figure out the numbers, figure out the the structure, like what you're working on, and then figure out what is going to be in alignment and bring you joy. And then you'll figure out the how. And if the how is something you can figure out on your own, yay. And if the how is something that you need support for, yay, then you'll get it. But you got to be willing to get it. You can't be. You can't be one of those people that's like, I, I, I can't do this on my own, and I don't want support. So we can talk a whole other time about like about whatever is going on in your mind if you don't want to invest in your own support or invest in coaching or in getting what you need, a, a mentor, help. I don't know whatever that is, right? Okay, so ah, that is what I want to talk to you about today because I was doing it and I was like, I need for you guys to know that this is what it takes, right? You have to make it up. It's coming from you. You make it up. You're the you're the designer. You're the map maker. But you've got to do it. Otherwise, you're not going to feel like you ever know what the fuck you're doing. You You're not. And that's not ease and flow. That's not going with the flow. So... Uh, That's what I have for you today. (laughs) Um, I love you. And now you know. We've got some awesome things coming up in the fall. You just heard me roadmap it out for you. Um, but now it's summer. And so uh, if you're listening to this and you are curious about what there is happening, reach out to me. There's always stuff, but there might not be a lot uh, happening in August. I'll be totally honest with that. And um, and then in the fall, we've got a robust, a robust map of things for you to help you with your passion and prosperous life and business along with this show. I love hearing from you. Reach out to me. Let me know. Let me know what you like. Let me know what's resonating. Let me know how I can serve you. What do you want an episode on? Go ahead and tell me. I'll try. I'll do my best. All right? And if you're loving the show, recommend to other people. Let's get the subscriptions even more up. We're, we're doing so amazing. We've got so many people loving the show. And I want to have greater impact. I want to reach more people. Um, leave a review with your words if you're so inclined. And other though, otherwise, just listen. Just show up. I love you. I'll be in your headphones next week. Bye.